0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: Even though Elijah had God's power in his life, he could not make it work for everybody. But because he was sent to this particular widow's house, there was a continuous miracle. The meal barrel never became empty. They just kept dipping meal out of it. The crews of oil never ceased to flow. But he just couldn't do that in any widow's house. That was a working of miracles in manifestation. But he could if the Lord sent him there. Hallelujah.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message.
1: God shows me you're unsaved, not even a Christian. But the Spirit of God shows me exactly what's wrong with you physically, and I told him. He told me to tell you to come in standing, and I lay hands on you, and instantly be healed, and he was. I've had that happen more than once in meetings, tent meetings. I've had folks come way back out the other side of the crowd. I, I, I couldn't even see out there because you see there's no lights out there. The lights are under the tent, see. And suddenly the Spirit of God moved on me and I stopped and said, God shows me that there's a man I can't see him because I can't see out there. Way out there in the dark, sinner man smoking a cigarette. This is what's wrong with you physically. He told me to tell you to come in here and lay hands on you and you'd be healed. Here come a man just a stomping in. I laid hands on him. He's healed. Wasn't even saved. is healed. Two nights later, he got saved. Came to the altar and got saved. Before the meeting was over, I laid hands on him. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. I went to the church where he had full gospel church for a meeting a couple of years later or so. The pastor said to me, I'll tell you one thing about it. Man, that fellow, you talk about being turned on for God. He does more work than all the other men in my church put together. He's on fire. See, God knows what he's doing. Praise God. Well, thank God for supernatural manifestations of the Holy Ghost. You can't make them work for everybody. If it could, I'd do it. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening? But those things are manifested as the Spirit wills, not as I will. So we need to distinguish... The difference between healings obtained through supernatural gifts or manifestations and those obtained by exercising faith in God's Word alone. Now, it must be thoroughly and clearly understood that the individual does not operate these supernatural gifts. They are manifested through him or her as the Spirit wills. I don't know where any of you were ever in uh, Catherine Kuhlman's meetings or not. But you'd see the word of knowledge and gifts of healings manifested through her. She didn't do that as she willed. She said more than once, not only publicly but privately in talking to some of we ministers. You know, I I just sometimes, before I go into the service, I almost get fearful. She didn't mean fearful like you're afraid of a snake or afraid of a storm, but a holy fear. I wonder if it'll ever operate again she realized she didn't have a thing in the world to do with it. She couldn't just push a button to turn it on or off. It is as the Spirit wills. But by preaching, and by being equipped by the Spirit of God, as she came into that place, you see, it would start operating. I've seen ministers who is in the voice of healing. Oh, 70 or 80 of we preachers in the voice of healing. All the healing ministers in America are in the voice of healing, except Brother O. Roberts. We use that in one magazine as time. You'd see these fellows minister. You'd see the Spirit of God move upon them. And some of the most phenomenal things happen. And then again, that, that, that anointing would seem to lift and they'd pray for people by laying on of hands and get folks healed, all right. But it would just sort of come and go. And that's exactly the way it operates. Does that same way with me. You know, if it's me, I'd just stay there all the time. But, uh, <laughs> Amen. But it's not me. I can only stay open for the manifestation of the Spirit of God as the Spirit wills. Amen. Now you know the Lord Jesus Christ himself ministered under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And though he was the Son of God, he stripped himself of his rightful privileges and power, the scripture said, when he came into this world. So really he was just ministering as a prophet anointed by the Holy Ghost. And he couldn't just turn it on and off when he wanted to. See the Bible said here in Mark 6, 5 in the city of Nazareth, his hometown uh, it says, and he, Jesus, could there in Nazareth do no mighty work. Didn't say he wouldn't, said he couldn't. he laid his hands on a few a few sick folk and healed them. I want you to notice that Mark didn't say he wouldn't do any mighty work there. He said Jesus couldn't. Well, now, if he's anointed by the Holy Ghost, why can't he? Well, you see, the manifestation of the Spirit only comes as the Spirit wills. The Amplified New Testament said he laid his hands on a few sickly people. In other words, they were just sick, nothing like blindness or deafness or crippled or palsy, nothing big, as we would say. W.E. Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words brings out the fact that the Greek, New Testament was originally written in Greek. The Greek says, he laid his hands on a few folks with minor ailments, minor ailments, and healed them. Now see, Jesus was ministering as a prophet of God, anointed with the Spirit. He says in Luke 4.24, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Here he calls himself a prophet. In Matthew 13.58, we learn why Jesus could not heal on some occasions. Matthew 13.58, we learn why Jesus could not heal on certain occasions, some occasions. Now notice how Matthew said it. And he did not... Many mighty works there. Now why? Because because of their unbelief. In other words, their unbelief hindered him. Amen. Are you listening? Well, if unbelief hindered him, then unbelief will hinder him now. Because after all, it is still Jesus healing people as he works through us. Also notice in Luke 4.26, learn something about the manifestations of gifts of the Spirit, and it'll help you immeasurably. Notice in Luke 4.26 here, now Jesus said, when there was a great famine through the land during Elijah's time, that there were many widows in Israel. But notice what he said in this 26th verse. But unto none of them was Elias, that's Elijah, sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Even though Elijah had God's power in his life, he could not make it work for everybody. But because he was sent to this particular widow's house, there was a continuous miracle the meal barrel never became empty. They just kept dipping meal out of it. The crews of oil never ceased to flow. But he just couldn't do that in any widow's house. That was a working of miracles in manifestation. But he could if the Lord sent him there. Hallelujah. Jesus went on to say, the 27th verse of Luke 4, and many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet and none of them was cleansed. Now listen to it very carefully. Saving Naaman the Syrian. Now Naaman traveled many miles to reach Samaria where he had heard a prophet could rid him of his leprosy or heal him of his leprosy. Yet there were many lepers in Israel at this time and Elisha did not cure or heal any of them. Jesus said none of them were healed. Now Elisha had a double portion of the anointing of the Spirit of God upon him to minister. That is a double portion of what Elijah had. The Bible records that he did twice as many miracles as Elijah his predecessor. There were lepers in Israel, Jesus said they were, Luke four twenty seven. But not one of them was healed. Yet to Naaman a Syrian Second Kings five ten, notice what Elijah said to him, well he sent word by servant. Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Now why didn't the lepers in Israel go to Elisha and get healed too? The answer lies in the Israelites covenant of healing with God. In that covenant the Lord said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. In that covenant Exodus 23 verse 25 and 26 he said, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee, the number of thy days I will fulfill. Then again in Deuteronomy 7 15, in that covenant God said to Israel, and the Lord will take away from thee all sickness. You see, really dear friends, they didn't need any prophet to heal them. They needed to believe the covenant that God had established with them. Are you listening? And had they believed it, they would have been cleansed of their leprosy. But Naaman didn't have any such covenant. He didn't know anything about it. He'd never heard anything like that given forth. Naaman wasn't even under the covenant. And yet, do you ever stop to think about it? He must have believed eventually the words that were sent to him because he acted upon them. Welcome
0: to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagin. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. Backed by popular demand, Lynette's Bargain Bag. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Craig Hagan entitled The Power of God. The next item is the four CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled God's Medicine and the book from Kenneth Hagin, Healing Forever Settled. Also a special faith friend and prayer cloth. All of these items are for the special price of $35. That's $20.40 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. If you have a prayer request to
2: send it in to us, and Craig has prayed for you, and if you, and we would like to hear a praise report off of the prayer, and and many, many, many times the when a prayer request comes in, it's sent over to the prayer group. We got prayer groups praying, praying all the time for many different needs, and many of those come up to my desk, and I actually pray over them also. So. You're, when you ask us to pray, your prayer request gets prayed for by me and by many of our prayer partners that are here right here on campus. That's praying all the time. So, if you have a request for prayer, you can send it in to the to the partner services at rama.org and you know that it will be prayed for by an individual that really
0: is concerned about you receiving what you need from God tomorrow more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Healing Belongs to Us if you'd like you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources the series you just heard is in the bookstore as well thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan